0: Will you remember me? Local business neglect is happening all around you.
1: This is a difficult time for all of us.
0: Help us help them by getting your next meal or coffee from your favorite local business. Remember local businesses.
1: Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Venmo. At Dead Inside But Caffeinated. You can also email us at dead inside caffeinated at gmail.com. I sat here and listened to six takes of coffee pours. I watched you do it so we could redo this intro, and here we are. What? I had to pee after it, Laura. What what do you want? What do you want?
0: What do you want our intro to sound like?
1: I I just want us both to be happy with it at this point. <laughs>
0: This is our intro. <laughs> Fucking is- here we
1: are. Listen to the podcast, fucks.
0: Fuck it, we're doing it live.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Laura. We are dead inside.
0: We're highly caffeinated today.
1: Highly caffeinated.
0: We did not go to a coffee shop or a coffee house.
1: We went to a breakfast house.
0: Is the the what was called breakfast, a house? breakfast house? Is that? A- I think it's just a breakfast restaurant. I don't. I don't really know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I interrupted Laura. I did this on purpose. Uh, Laura was talking about how she doesn't do work stuff at home. She's like, I do other stuff that makes me happy. I'm curious. What makes Laura happy?
0: This all started because Josh set up the entire studio like a fucktard. Bless his heart. I did. But it's also partially because he rearranged. And now we're working around this new setup. Um, And he got very excited because he's, he's building a computer again. And he wants to... Share his excitement with computer things because it's exciting.
1: To me it is. To Laura, and that's what
0: people do when they get excited about something. It's not exciting to Laura. I am not excited by those things. Mm. Also, I work in IT. So I only do it because I can, sort of. Mm. Wildly mediocre network technician.
1: I think you are the best network technician I've ever worked with. In the history of my life,
0: it pays me money, and I like money, so mm. here
1: we are. Is that what makes you happy, money?
0: If I could make the money that I make now, doing literally other things, <laughs>
1: like, what would what would you like? Let's say you woke up, what would you be excited about doing? Like if you made the same paycheck you did now, but doing something else, what would that something else be? That would you be you be so happy about? I
0: feel like that would be also considered someone's dream job, and I don't have exactly one of those. About, I just like making money.
1: That's it. It doesn't matter what you do.
0: No, I like making money with the flexible schedule that I have. So uh, I wind up owning my own business of sorts. You know what I really love to do? You know what I really, really love yes. to do, Josh?
1: I, that's why I fucking asked the question. Yes, I want to <laughs> know.
0: I would love to open some weird uh, coffee house, studio, um, yoga, like art fucking thing.
1: So like a commune, like a hippie commune.
0: No, <laughs> she... not necessarily a hippie <laughs>
1: Okay. Commune. Okay.
0: Like okay, a coffee house that you could go to yeah. during the day, during the hours that people would drink coffee. Okay. Okay, during the hours that normal people would drink coffee.
1: Let me phrase that. So the morning.
0: Morning, late afternoon.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And then convert it in the evening, like it, like there's another room or the coffee area is like big enough where you could do, well, not now because COVID mm. ruins everything. Yeah. You could do yoga and then later at night, because you know yoga studio stuff is usually somewhere between four and like six, eight PM.
1: Yeah, when people they get out of work, they go to yoga. Yeah, they get out of work, they go
0: to yoga. And then after the yoga on the weekends, you could do kind of like a little swanky cocktail art studio where local artists can hang their art. And, or, like, people can sell and buy and stuff like that.
1: Or you could have local artists conduct a painting with a twist class. Or that. Yeah. Okay. What would you call this venture?
0: I don't know, but it's something that Aubrey and I have s- spent many a nights dreaming and talking about for absolutely no reason. Dr. Aubrey. Also, she could, all like, double up and use it as her practice, her Ooh. firm, or whatever you call it. So, counseling. one-stop
1: shop, yoga. Art, creating art, painting art. Also, local artists. Uh, I already said yoga. We have coffee shop and we have psychologist.
0: Yeah, it'd be super weird, but whatever. I th- grab I th- a coffee and go in and see your fucking psychologist. I can only see this working
1: in like a pent, like an old industrial penthouse. Okay, with like I feel skylights. That. I
0: feel that vibe.
1: Exposed bricks. Yes. Wood beams.
0: I'm here for that. Yeah. However covid would put a huge damper on that mm. also living in kalamazoo uh that something like that could maybe make it i can't see the art section being as thriving as i would like it to be
2: yeah not
0: that my friends and their art isn't good enough because it's phenomenal mm-hmm. or or like not just art not like paintings or sculptures or whatever but like photography all of that stuff like anything that kind of falls under that like you put up in a Place like that for sale
1: the broad um, umbrella yeah. and then art
0: like oh, my makeup everywhere this is why i don't wear makeup
1: you were wearing makeup i couldn't tell you're so pretty <laughs>
0: <laughs> why
1: are you, are you laugh? trying to kiss my ass right what are you why are you laughing at me
0: <laughs> because you're trying to kiss my ass you're you're in that you, okay i see what you're doing okay back to why i was yelling at you <laughs> and making fun of you for being a nerd what are you talking about
1: you see what i'm doing
0: i see what you're doing you're trying to sidetrack me what are you talking about with your compliments you do look pretty today. What do you want from me? I showered yesterday. Yeah,
1: I can smell you. You're right. You're look right. Bad or bad or good? No, we're good. You smell good.
0: I put on deodorant.
1: I think Shower. Jose. Jose smelled you too.
0: <laughs> Jose. Okay. Back to why I was making fun of you for being a nerd. Here we I go. don't do IT stuff because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's not something I don't go home and look up motherboards or fucking graphic cards or any that. Like I don't care. And the worst part about it right now is my kid is asking me. Mom, I really want to build a computer. Can you help me do it? I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I guess.
1: So now you have to.
0: Now I have to do you it. You have to do it. Actually, I probably just send him over here and let him do it with you. Because look at you guys. He would have so much fun making a glowing fucking tower of technology.
1: That's what my computer is going to be named.
0: The glowing tower of technology. <laughs> yep.
1: so, right, so you have to name a computer, right, when you build it?
0: Like, oh, my God. So
1: right now, right now, mine is named Computron. Shout out to The Office. If I'm you, not if you watch. Uh, making
0: fun of you for that one.
1: <laughs> so the next, com- like, I have parts coming in this week and next week. The next computer, when I make it, it's going to be called The Glowing Tower of Technology.
0: You're welcome for that. Thank you. Thank you for that. GTT. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, yes, we, instead of this week doing a coffee house, we did breakfast at Tiffany's. We ate yes. there. We drank their coffee, which is supplied by Water Street. Okay. Yeah.
0: It, I don't drink my, I always order lattes and stuff like that. I,
1: ask. cause you're bougie.
0: It, well, not even that. Like, that's like, I'm not, it's not a super frou frou drink, mm-hmm. but also it wasn't bad. Like, at first we were, I think, expecting, we weren't expecting, we knew what we were getting. In my head though, cause you know, when you and I do the coffee date thing together, mm-hmm. I immediately think of Civil House. I can't. I'm like comparing everything to Civil House coffee right now. And I know I shouldn't be.
1: We had that conversation. We were eating breakfast this morning. Um, Even Starbucks has lost its luster. Because Laura and I have been going out to these local, very specified coffee shops where coffee is like held higher than everything else. And it's not a chain. Like she even, Laura said, Starbucks just isn't the same anymore.
0: So, okay, in my head, when we go out places, I'm always ordering a latte, yeah, what I had today was coffee with creamer, correct, which is not a latte for people who don't drink coffee. A latte is quite literally an espresso shot with steamed milk, so I'm not getting that that kind of coffee, mm-hmm. so I immediately just because that's my favorite so I'm, I'm 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 just getting normal fucking coffee that i would make at home which is still good because it was water street and mm-hmm. that's actually good coffee too as far as tastes go
1: mm-hmm. not roasty
0: not overly roasty which i find a lot of coffee houses do i wouldn't call it roasty i would call it burnt like they let it sit on uh, the warmer yeah too long yeah and and then it gets, gets this weird
1: taste
0: yeah i don't know how to explain it a weird like in my head, I'm saying ashy, but that's not what I meant. <laughs> like A weird ashy flavor, some, but it's some... like a weird crusty bean flavor. <laughs> that sounds sexual. That's not what I meant.
1: So I just had an envision of like an 80-year-old getting eaten out.
0: That's disgusting. Yeah. I didn't even go that far. You I just said crusty of, bean. I just thought of crusty vagina, and I didn't even think of like.
1: When I hear bean, I think clit. Okay. Yeah, that's what know. goes in my mind.
0: I just want everyone to know that Josh wanted to call our audience beans at one point. Did and I? And I had to put a stop to that. Was
1: yeah, it, no, that's you a, drunk. That's like episode one, I think.
0: No, because we were talking this about was quite recently in no. a group setting, and you were like something, something, something. That I want wasn't to call me. The audience beans. Yes, it was. No,
1: no, that wasn't me because we had this conversation, and you brought up coffee meets bagel, and I said something like that. And you're like beans. That reminds me of coffee
0: meets bagel. And then this I was like, was "What recent. is that?" This was recent. I don't remember this. I know you don't. You only, I mean, yes, we were talking about coffee meets bagel. No, we weren't talking about that, but you were explaining it like that. You're like, you know how coffee meets bagel, you have the beans, because we were talking about Tinder and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, And you wanted to call our audience beans or something weird, and I was like, we're not doing Hello, you doing
1: beautiful that. beans.
0: I am not doing that. <laughs> so anyway, breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> <laughs> we're never going to get through this. We're not. Um... Which is okay, because you don't have shit to talk about this yeah. week.
1: So we're, we tried to go to a few other coffee shops, but there's no dine-in available right now in the city of Kalamazoo or Portage. We looked it up. Um, there's one we want to check out, and that's probably going to be here soon, but it's going to be carryout only. Um, but anyway.
0: And we wanted to sit somewhere today.
1: We did. We did. Um, so we ended up saying, hey, Laura has to go to Ulta to get some makeup.
0: I did not buy makeup at oh, all.
1: Sorry. I, whenever I, I put Ulta in my mind, I just I know. You I just assume... go to makeup. Makeup. They
0: sell other things. They sell hair products. They sell face products like wash and they have products for men. I have no idea. Yeah, they do. I just bought something for my kid today. It's a three in one. Despite how many women hate hearing that. Yeah. But it looks like a bottle of bourbon or something. And it was It looks legit. I thought, I thought, because he's 14, so he's like, I'm a man. And I'm always (laughs) like, bro, you stink, take a fucking shower. And he's like it's my musk. It's my manly musk. And I'm like, that is B.O. Okay. And
1: don't crush his dreams.
0: I'm not crushing him. I'm trying to set him up for success. The second he starts smelling good all the time, I'm immediately going to assume he's sleeping with women, girls.
2: Yeah. Both. I don't know Whatever. at that point.
0: And uh, then I'll worry. Until then, he's probably not into girls as much as.
1: That's pretty ingenious. What? Like, as a parent, when your kid starts smelling good and that, at that age, he, well, you have to assume thing. that there's, like, something happening.
0: There are some of the kids that he hangs out with. Yeah. And I've talked to their parents. And one of his buddies is just kind of a pretty boy. Like, he showers twice a day and kind of, like, makes sure his hair like, got product and stuff. Like, and he still likes girls. He's okay. He's not gay or anything like that. Yeah. Like, he's just very. He
1: likes to smell good. He likes to feel clean. Nothing wrong with presentable. that. presentable.
0: Yeah. And that's totally cool. I wish my kid would be like that more often than he is mm-hmm. which only seems to happen after he gets his hair cut because he, has to put pro- he wants to put product in it. This motherfucker asks I'm getting so off track. I had way too much coffee. Go,
1: go, go. This motherfucker what? This
0: motherfucker I'm sitting at the basketball game that he had on Wednesday and him and his best friend are sitting there talking and chit-chatting and giggling next to me because they're waiting for their turn to play as far as like their team playing. It was two other teams playing before him. Oh, okay. These motherfuckers turn to me and they're like, does Danny do perms? Danny, my my best friend, my hair yeah, yeah. like hair and, artist. Anyway, so I was like, oh my God, you guys are not, like, stop it. And I'm a little irritated that they're even asking me this, especially in public. Like, I don't really know how to approach this situation or why they want perms or what's going on. Cameron won, or Landon's friend wanting a perm. His, friend, his name's fucking Cameron, whatever. Cameron wanting a perm makes sense. The kid has fucking straight ass hair. Landon could put some product in his and probably get away with not needing one. Yeah.
1: You talked about this last episode, I remember.
0: And I'm like, bro, stop asking me for a perm. So I messaged, I messaged Danny. and I'm like, oh, Danny, here's the situation. These motherfuckers, do you do perms? And she goes, LOL, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell him, I'm like, Danny said she doesn't. He's like, well, can you ask her if you know she knows someone that does? I was like, Danny's a high-end hairstylist. She's not going to be, like, thoroughly in contact with people who just do yeah. perms. Great clips, bro. Yeah, I'm like, uh. <laughs> and then Cameron's mom leans over and she's like, listen, I've been taking him to get his hair cut at places that I really don't think will be able to do perms so that I don't have to get him one. And I'm like, sweet parenting skills. I'm here for that. <laughs> she's like, yeah, we'll see about it. And then when they go get his hair cut, they're like, yeah, do you do perms? And they're like, oh, no, sorry.
1: Yeah, I don't do perms And she's here. like,
0: oh, no, I guess just cut his hair then.
1: Regular style. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: the fuck were we talking about? I'm talking so about sorry. i talking about breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> I don't even know how we got here.
1: We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. What on did track. you order? What did I get? I got, it's called Zach's Hash. Zay. Z-A-K. Zach's Hash. What was in it? Uh, hash browns, corned beef, peppers, topped with two eggs, and I got sourdough toast. To drink, though. That's the real thing. Chocolate milk, orange juice, water, and coffee. I wanted to get grapefruit juice, but they don't have any.
0: Quite literally, Josh ordered all three of them. I did.
1: It's on the Instagram. Are you taking a picture of me?
0: No. I was trying to record you talking about something stupid, but... What do you mean? For the Instagram. Oh, for the Instagram. For the stories.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: We need to be more engaging.
1: Something, yeah, with our audience. Our pledge to you, Beans.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be... No. More engaging. We're still reviewing Tiffany's. We
1: are. Still reviewing Tiffany's. Zach's hash. The texture I thought was good. Uh, There was a slight crunch on the tail end of the bite, which I thought gracefully accented the peppers. Uh, They were green. I got over easy eggs. The yolks dripped very carefully through the hash browns onto the corned beef, which created a mosaic (laughs) of culinary success, in my opinion.
0: You want to show out a little bit more there, Josh?
1: I could, but I just exhausted all my brain power right there. Well, so. there
0: we go. The rest yeah. of this episode is going to be the same as they always are. You're welcome. <laughs> what, what does that mean?
1: <laughs> the same as they always are.
0: Um, I got oh, an hold on. omelet with salmon.
1: What did you get to eat, Laura?
0: Oh, okay. I guess I'll wait for you to ask me, <laughs> Jesus. I got an omelet with salmon, which also had cream cheese in it, I think. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. Delicious. I am not ever a really big fan of fish. And I don't mean that sexually. Like, that's not anything to do with sex.
1: It's okay. Our, our audience, the beans and I, we did not take
0: They're it. Not, we're not doing that.
1: We did not take it sexually.
0: But anyway, it actually was still pretty good. I ate the whole thing. And then I didn't even feel bad after. Oh, my gosh. So we we're ordering.
1: Mm.
0: And uh, <laughs> Jose
1: shout like, out to jose at tiffany's just moved here from a, another state great dude
0: um we are ordering and he's like okay what do you want for a side well he didn't say, what did it, what were my side options
1: he said he said what do you want for for your side and he said hash browns or redskins
0: and i stopped for a second and just slowly started smiling because i'm slowly processing processing the fact that these are both potatoes yeah. and, and i'm not trying to eat potatoes
1: she said that no potatoes so then he was like. All right, well, what about tater tots or french fries?
0: No, I was like, do you have anything else? And then he kept naming other things that were potatoes. Oh, that's right. yeah. And I was like, do you have anything that isn't potatoes? And he was like, we can have a fruit cup on the side. It'll be a little bit extra, though. Yeah. And I was like, just do that. Fruit and cup. by a fruit cup, I think what he meant was a slice of pineapple, a slice of kiwi, half of a strawberry, but also sliced in two, and then some blueberries. So <laughs> I was like, cool.
1: In discussing uh podcast stuff, Laura and I did have a coffee toast.
0: What were we arguing of, or what were we arguing? <laughs> I just assume we were arguing. Oh,
1: we were like... we were talking about how you were having you're having some entanglements.
0: Okay. We'll go we'll get to that. We'll right get then. to that
1: later. But yeah, we we toasted to each other to not having sex with one another.
0: Yeah, I was like <laughs> saying something about not being able to stand people or something like that yes yeah and you're like well i can't stand you sometimes and i was like oh okay well we haven't had sex so it doesn't count and then he goes cheers to not having sex and, and we cheers to that
1: cheers to our coffee
0: so that's cool
1: i'm i'm a big supporter of us not having sex i gotta say
0: uh cool it's a great it's a great thing i know you're right.
1: always throwing it at me and i'm like laura yeah you need to you know like you need to calm it down.
0: right
1: Hey. So getting getting to the, I'm just kidding. Laura has never thrown it at me. I've never thrown it at Laura.
0: You threw a donut at me once. Well, I <laughs> just we kidding.
1: have the recorded uh, happenstance of that uh, last episode. If you want to hear about it?
0: Yeah. Okay. So we were talking about entanglements, and oh, that's right because the okay, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go.
0: So we were talking about a time where I have had an entanglement. And to me, an entanglement is somebody that you just do stuff with. Sometimes you may or may not be friends outside of that. I don't know. But what they do with other people is... Their business. Their business. Like that's...
1: So is an entanglement the same that's as... That's
0: what I'm calling an entanglement. Okay. It's a friend with benefits technically. Oh,
1: that's what I was about to ask. In Laura's definition, is an entanglement the same thing as a fuck buddy or friends with benefits?
0: Because I think the way Jada used entanglement was a complete affair, but that's... I don't... You have to be married to have one of those. Yeah. To.
1: You're not married.
0: Yep. Yeah, so there's that.
1: Okay. Anyway, continue on your story.
0: Anyway, one of my, we were all at a party together and one of my friends saw my entanglement entangling with someone else, <laughs> but I was also standing in the room with it happening. So yeah. he, he freaked out and was like, what the fuck, what what the fuck is going on? And I was like, why, why the fuck would he care? Like that has nothing to do with me. Yeah. And like, I, I was like, did you, did you tell them like, Hey, you know, she has other entanglements. Like, is that, that's not how entanglement's work? you don't get to be like the one person and have all like other people have sexual relations with other people, but they're not allowed to have their own entanglements. Like that's not how that works.
1: Yeah. That's how, I mean, obviously that's communicated.
0: So it's, uh, I it just made me chuckle and that's what we were talking about. And Josh was, and I was like, some, somehow it was like, Something about not being able to stand an entanglement or something and having to cut them or something. You're like, well, I can't stand you, so. That's right. I don't know. I don't even remember how the conversation
1: went. And you were like, good thing we never had sex. And I was like, cheers to that.
0: Curious to hear how much of that conversation Jose had to listen to.
1: When you talk about entanglements, because you, and I I don't mean this in a derogatory sense or negative sense, you go out there and you get yours, I think, as everyone should. In a very healthy. Are you
0: talking to me about me?
1: I'm talking to you about you. I'm trying. I'm trying you're to. I have, qu- I have questions.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm gonna not be offended by anything right now.
1: Okay. I, I don't
0: me mean this. Indef- I'm. I'm
1: genuinely curious, right? So
0: you make it sound like I'm just out fucking people all no. over town. No, no, like you.
1: You're not that Which person. Don't get me wrong.
0: I wish I was. <laughs> what?
1: What I'm trying to say is when you meet someone, and you, you thirsty. Like there is a, a community, whatever your entanglements, right? Mm-hmm. How do you establish boundaries with someone that you know you're going to have relations with?
0: You quite literally talk to them about it. That's it. Yep.
1: What do you What do you say specifically? Hey, we're just-
0: okay. Here's the thing: it depends on each person's maturity level mm-hmm. and what they expect or don't expect and you have to have that conversation. We've already talked about that a million times. Yeah. You have to communicate with people. My the entanglement that I had that was su- had have whatever, I don't know, was successful because we had those conversations. My entanglements that are not successful are people that I find over time would be unable to process certain information well. Mm. It's like the same concept as I have all these entanglements, but none of my entanglements can sleep with anyone else. Like, God forbid. That's just not. That's just not going to work for people. So I don't. But there have been times where I was semi entangled and had to cut that because. The maturity level wasn't going to be there it wasn't i couldn't keep it's the same as a relationship yeah yeah you can't they are genuinely relationships they
1: are they are just different types
0: just open (laughs) (laughs) ones (laughs) and that's because i don't know how other people feel about their entanglements i genuinely care about people that i become entangled with Mm -hmm. it's something that it's like a uh, maybe it's because I have a vagina and I'm a woman and like women wind up getting feelings more often than men do.
1: Do you ever feel like you care too much about those people that you're just entangling with? Like, how do you recognize? Yeah. How oh, do you, how do you like, recognize that? That
0: I care too much or that yeah. I care more than they do? Well, okay. Which, two, at what point do you consider caring about somebody too much?
1: Two separate questions, right? So I would say if, if you're just being up with someone to satisfy a need, whether it be, would you? Okay. Another question. Oh, shit. There
0: would there's you, so many questions. Would you?
1: Would you have an entanglement with someone solely on an emotional need?
0: Those are called friends. <laughs> like okay. each one of my friends meets an emotional need, which is why we're friends. Okay. That doesn't mean you have physical relationships gotcha. with them. Gotcha. To me, that. that's, that's all that is. That
1: answers that question. The other one I had was about caring too much, right? As an entanglement, what, what do you classify the uh, friends with benefits and entanglement how would you know that you care too much about that person
0: Uh, are you asking me at what point do I find that I care too much because I
1: feel like when I out of all the friends I've had in my life and they talk about friends with benefits they talk about you know entanglements I'm I'm using somebody always winds up air quotes right yes there are an exchange of feelings someone's either more or what happens is someone realizes oh I'm starting to feel too much and they cut it off Mm -hmm. right so when do you know that oh these feelings are happening I need to cut it off like, how do you know you're you're starting to feel too much?
0: Oh, man, that's a good one because I don't really know how to answer that. Yeah. Unless it's based off of specific uh, situations
2: mm-hmm.
0: where it's the conversation, man. Like, you can really just tell if that person's going to give as much as you give
2: mm-hmm.
0: or if they're just going to be a, a taker. If I wind up feeling like this is, okay, this is the best way I can explain it for myself. Yeah. When I'm alone... And when I'm doing my house chores, I'm running errands, I'm doing stuff like that. And I feel like I am thinking about a specific person too often or I'm starting to feel. And this is what I think happens to a lot of women. They start feeling this uh, need to constantly be in contact with them or to, um uh, want to reach out to them but if i know that reaching out to them is going to become annoyance to them or if it's going to be hindering to them or hindering to what we have been doing if it's going to be too relationshipy feeling that's when i'm like okay maybe i might be a little too invested emotionally and i need to draw it back yeah but that's the best way that i can think to answer that when somebody's on your mind all the time and you can't stop thinking about them and you start wanting to date them and you know that that's not what the contract is between you two like this unwritten contract then that's probably somebody getting mm, feelings that are gonna gotcha cause okay. issues in this
1: when do you know that it's the proper time to communicate that you want to elevate from entanglement to relationship because you just said when, on, okay. when they're on your mind all the time
0: i had this conversation yesterday with somebody yeah I, in my personal feelings in my personal opinion, for me and for me only, I cannot speak for anyone else because I have only experienced from my life. yeah, you will never upgrade from an entanglement to dating never not in my eyes Why because not? I have had to hypothetically cut that umbilical cord. does that make sense? Like no i you build okay, so you build an emotional connection with people, correct? Oh, yeah. You can go from friend to entanglement back to friend. You can go from strictly an entanglement to a friend.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Or you can go from a friend to dating. But to me, I will never be able to upgrade you from an entanglement to dating, I don't think, because I have had to mentally sever that connection. Because you're not going to have the same kind of connection with an entanglement that you're going to have with somebody that you date.
1: But why is that?
0: And I could be wrong, but this is just how I feel about it. Okay. Because as an entanglement, I am fully aware that we are not monogamous.
1: So what you're saying is.
0: And I don't want an open relationship. I want monogamy when I go to date somebody. It's I gotcha. just me and you.
1: So what you're saying is. You may have this person being entangled with and they have other entanglements, you have other entanglements. Yeah.
0: Okay. Because at okay. that rate, I will trust you to a certain extent to be honest with me as mm-hmm. far as my entanglements go, because I don't I don't just collect dudes. Yeah. Like, I don't have like this giant collection of them on my shelves where I'm just like, oh, well, that one's busy. I'll just go fuck this one or that one or like, you know. Yeah. I do have genuine connections and relationships with these people. Mm-hmm. But as far as something that comes along, that as as far as for me, date, I will know if I want to date somebody right off the bat. Now, if I want to date them and they're like, hey, I'm not into it like that. I'll totally sleep with you, but I don't want to date you. Mm-hmm. Ah, all right. Now I have mentally severed that connection and now I have to move forward with uh, either letting them go completely because some people can't handle that mm-hmm. or I've severed that that connection as an option. Or is yeah. a potential, gotcha, for dating.
1: Has there ever been a time in your life and Laura's life where you've had an entanglement and it's gone on for quite some time, and you have built up
0: like Are you an emotion? Me on right now?
1: No, no, I'm general question. You've built up like an emotional connection to them, and you could see yourself dating them. Is, have you built like so? You say you cut yes, the umbilical. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah.
0: they—that's when the conversation comes into play. Okay. When I start thinking. Because, no, but I'm not going to just date somebody without sleeping with them. Point blank. I'm just not going to do it. Got to test the car out before you buy it. It's true. Uh, I'm going to sleep with somebody, maybe a time, maybe a two time. Maybe we'll hang out for a month before I figure out if I want to date them. Or maybe we'll hang out for six months doing this before I decide I want to date them. But once I start feeling like, okay, yeah, I could totally date this person, then I have to have that conversation with them. Mm -hmm. Do you want to? Do you because now I need to know, do they consider the idea of dating or am I strictly an entanglement to them? Uh. And if they if they are straight up like, nope, I'm going to get back with my ex. I'm going to never date you or I'm not in a place to date right now. I have to like downgrade or sever that feeling. It's like like a bundle. OK, like the way I look at it is your relationships with people. are. It's like a it's like a bundle of nerves, like like the intertwine. you know, okay. like some fucking. What is that movie, The Blue People? What? <laughs> Avatar. Avatar. Okay. Okay. Avatar. Like the, the okay. shitty one that nobody I was, likes. I was thinking
1: Smurfs for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay, well, that's there. Okay.
0: Uh, it's like everyone is like connected, right? Like yeah. those roots and stuff and all that, like energy.
1: The whole planet is one giant. Yeah. Some brain. bullshit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Some
0: hippie shit. Okay. Some hippie shit's about to come out of my mouth again. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. So your relationship, like, it's me. I'm holding my hand up. And I'm holding my other hand up, and I'm intertwining my hands so that other people can see your fingers. These are this is a relationship with somebody. Okay. There are multiple parts of that connect, like that relationship, that bring me to be connected to them. It's not just like one thing. Yeah. But it's multiple things, and then my connections with other people and other people, and we're so we're all kind of intertwined. Yeah. Well, if one of these connections is me thinking that I have potential to date somebody because I like them enough that I would date them. And they don't feel that way. That connection is severed completely for me. I will never be able to re like attach that. But what
1: if what if it's like timing, right? Like, what if right now they're not for some. They got stuff going on. I don't know what it may be, but there's stuff going on. And let's say like a uh, six months to a year down the road, this person is back in your life. And, back in
0: my life? Did they leave my life? I'm sorry,
1: still in your life. I'll just I'm just. Say, I'm curious. Yeah. What
0: does it matter they didn't, which they didn't, way?
1: They didn't. It doesn't. Either they stay in life or they left. Whatever. You reconnect after six months or a year. And whatever was going on at that time, they're like, hey, listen. I'm just um, not in a place to be dating. That was that was that this is what happened, this is what happened. And let's let's just say it's a legitimate reason, whatever. Would you reconsider, like ever would you ever reconsider? So here's
0: so as far as that connection goes that I was talking about, and me having to sever it, because it's it's like me reaching out, but they don't they're not there. Yeah. And how long can you reach out before this genuinely just dies? You know what I'm saying? It's the same it. concept as going back to your ex.
1: Uh, you you truly it, believe that?
0: I really do. It doesn't work because you weren't, you're not.
1: See, I disagree with that.
0: How many times does it work out for somebody who got back with their ex?
1: No, no. I disagree with that being the same thing as getting back with your ex.
0: I think it's very familiar very similar. It's well, not because the exact same, but it's ha-
1: very similar. You have time in with your ex though. Like you've put in time with I ex. put
0: time in with this entanglement.
1: Okay, that's I see. Okay, it's the
0: same I, thing.
1: I retract what I just said. Like now, I'm thinking about because I'm asking you. I'm, I'm I'm thinking about generalities. Yes, you are correct. You now, spend time. You put in time and effort with your entanglements. I'm I'm thinking differently. I understand.
0: And this in my head is a con- This is post conversation of, hey, I really like you. I want to date you, or I would date you. Mm-hmm. Is that something you've even remotely considered? And they're like, no. Cool. That connection is completely severed. Yeah. Now, if you come back six months, a year down the road, you've either been out of my life or you've stayed in it the whole time. Mm -hmm. I can't regrow that connection back. I can't fix because that answer in anyone's eyes is going to be a little hurtful. Yeah. And it's not their fault. It's nobody's fault. It's not something to be mad about. It's not something to be... If if they're like, I'm just not in a place to date right now. Or if they're just like, I just, I don't, I don't feel that way about you right now. Yeah. I've had to, I've had to carterize that fucking connection. I, in order to make an entanglement work with somebody, I can't, it's like a fucking limb. I can't cut my arm off and fucking grow it back. Yeah. I mean, I probably could buy another arm at this rate, but. (laughs) I get it. It's like. I don't know. To me, it's it's something that, and I'm not saying it. I can't say, uh, no, that's not possible because quite literally anything is possible, and it's kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. I can never say never.
1: Okay, Justin Bieber.
0: Is that somebody? is that something he said?
1: That's one of the songs. Never say never.
0: Oh well, I mean, I guess that's right. Yeah.
1: Ugh. Yeah. I, I do love
0: Biebs. I'll quote Beebs all day. He's all right. I was trying to think of another song that I that was inappropriate though, and I
1: could baby baby oh thought you'd always be mine don't miss us for too long we'll be right back after the break welcome back now it's time to sit back relax break out the bearskin rug and lay down by the fire with those sweet massage oils with josh and laura i cannot fathom you in a relationship, like a like—that's
0: a fair statement to I, make.
1: I can't fathom that, and I'm not trying to offend you. I'm not trying to. I'm not offended. Throw daggers, like I. Uh, you weren't.
0: I think your general concept or ideal of a relationship in general may not fit me. Yeah, my definition of a relationship might be significantly different than yours.
1: Which, yeah, everyone's definition of a relationship is different.
0: So at the same, like. At the same rate, I can't be offended, but it's going to take a very specific type of person for me to be in a relationship with. And that's not saying anything good or bad about me. Yeah. It could be good. It could be really bad. I don't, I don't know. Because I've been single for so long.
1: Is it a bad thing?
0: Everything's fine. No, I'm, I don't know. It could be. The fact that now I am established on my own, significantly established on my own. I don't like to waver from things i don't like to compromise in certain areas i'm becoming set in my ways i don't answer to anybody ever i don't have somebody breathing down my neck going what are you doing who are you with what are you, like what are you talking to why would you have that conversation with that person that seems uh, inappropriate or whatever the case is all this shit that you wind up dealing with in a relationship and it's going to take a certain type of person to really be able to what I would like to consider withstand being in a relationship with me.
1: I say your consideration on that is apt, very apt consideration.
0: I say wildly inappropriate things at wildly inappropriate times. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna have to be into that. You're gonna have to be okay with it. You're gonna have to be okay with the fact that a majority of my friends are males, which means now that person is gonna have to be extremely secure with themselves. Not cocky, but like secure. You know what I'm saying? Like not the fake security, but like genuinely secure with themselves. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I get a little flirty with people that I'm not dating. Like just to be flirty. Like, you know, try to make somebody else feel better kind of thing.
1: I empathize.
0: I do that to some degree. Yeah. Now, am I going to take that person home? Fucking no. Am I going to think about having sex with them later? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. But at the same rate, like, you know, this dude is going to have to be okay with the way that I operate yeah. and I'm I need somebody that's gonna be with me exactly how I am I don't need somebody that's gonna be looking to come in and change me and that's the problem is the majority of people are gonna be trying to change somebody else and I can't I'm not gonna be fucking changed I believe me I've tried I've tried changing myself many a times doesn't work
1: Do you say I'm not gonna be changed I think you are the exception as far as your, oh
0: my God, can I please roll my eyes at that? Because I'm so tired of being called different than other women or the exception or whatever the case okay, is. Okay,
1: roll your eyes. Let me, let me expand what I'm, what I'm trying to say here. I think that deep down, a lot of women, a lot of women, their inner voice is you. Like okay. what, you're, what you're saying right now, right? Now, whether it be societal pressure, um, spouse pressure, family pressure, whatever, something that wants to morph them into something they don't have...
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. You
1: know what I mean? They don't have Laura experience or Laura-ness, as we call it. I guess
0: the only way I can say that is like, I get one chance to live this fucking life. Yeah. Why am I going to spend it worried about what somebody else says, worried about what somebody else thinks, worried about if I'm making this person happy or that person happy, or if, if I'm perfect, or if I have the perfect body, or if I have the perfect hair, or the fact that I fucking can't do makeup very well or
1: what, is like, hair? what is perfect here what is perfect i don't know i'm just this like is fucking, sure. yeah bullshit
0: because at the end of the day we're all gonna fucking die
1: true it's like, very
0: accurate i know this sounds really fucked up
1: no 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 <laughs> this that's what that's what so, uh, i love i love that you said that because one thing that people don't realize every day is that the inevitable like the what did someone say the beautiful truth of life is that it's going to end It is like
0: at some point, the
1: only guarantee we have.
0: And I don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah. It could happen sooner. It could happen way later. But why would I spend any amount of time living it for someone else? Exactly. If it doesn't make me happy and that's okay. I had this conversation too. We're hitting home this week. Yeah, We're doing it. Okay. So I just had this conversation with somebody else about the entire purpose of living is to figure out how to be happy. Not to get things that make you happy or be with people that make you happy or any, like all of that stuff. Yeah. Okay, sure.
1: You're saying how to be independently of everything around you. Just be. To
0: know how to be happy no matter what your fucking circumstances. And yeah, there is things like depression and psychological stuff that goes into all of this. But there is still, to me, the whole entire point of living the life that I'm living now is to find the things that bring me joy and just genuinely enjoy them. Not enjoy them because I think other people will think that I enjoy it or I want to look like I'm happy all the time or whatever the fucking case is. I think that the entire purpose of life is to figure out how to be happy despite or in lieu of whatever the fuck it is that you're going through. Whatever the fucking, are you rich? Are you poor? Do you have money? Are you living in a box in the street? is my heater blown is my air conditioner blown like do
1: you need I, a space heater
0: whatever the fucking case is like it's to genuinely just figure out how to be happy and not be needy of anything outside of that is that makes did i say that weird
1: i think you did but i understand so what you're saying is if you if i were to take you and strip everything that all the possessions you have all of your
0: naked and afraid Except it's naked and happy.
1: No friends, nothing. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. Instead of naked and afraid, be naked and happy. Like yeah. you have you have nothing to you. You have nothing. If you can stand there and have no possessions, no friends, whatever, and still figure out how to be happy, that's what you're saying, right?
0: Yeah. Whether you're with somebody, whether you're alone, whether you have friends, whether you don't, whether your friends are available or not available. When I reach out to a bunch of people and I want to go hang out and nobody wants to go out, I'm not going to sit at home and pout and be mad about it. I'm just going to find something else to do at the house that makes me happy. Or maybe I'll take myself out. You know, like what I'm saying? I get it.
1: Yeah. And
0: people, and people don't spend enough time knowing themselves enough to know what makes them happy.
1: Do you think that's, that brings another question. Um, based on my life experience, like, I personally do not think that people take enough time to look inward. Like in general, do you agree with that?
0: Yeah, but I, okay, maybe I'll like, I know that I have a different way of thinking than a lot of people, but I think they have the capability to do it. They're just so designed by society, by their parents, by how they were raised, by the way that they learned or taught in school or whatever the case is, Mm. by design are forced to think otherwise. Okay. We're raised in a society that expects you to be in a relationship to... Get married, to have children, to be successful at your job. And we live in America, so it's even ten times heavier yeah. where it's like you're expected to be go, 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 go nonstop. If you're not grinding, you're not hustling, you're not making money, you're not being successful, and you're not happy all the time with a husband or a wife or a partner and children or pets or whatever, you you're what are you doing?
1: You're trash. You're not accepted. You are not one of us. You're, you are you're looked
0: yeah. at or like down upon.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's Like, if you really spend a lot of time, and I'm not saying the poor, like somebody who has nothing is happier than somebody who has everything. Bitch, give me like a half mil. I'll be happy with that too. (laughs) Money, they're like, money doesn't buy happiness. (laughs) Makes it easier. I'm just saying it, it neither does being poor. (laughs) Happiness and knowing yourself makes you happy. Yeah. Knowing how to be okay with yourself and accepting of where you're at or what you're doing or whatever the case is are things that will make you happy and yeah if you don't look inward you're never gonna find that shit yeah you're just gonna be like oh this person does this all the time they must be all like they're happy like maybe if I do that I'll be happy too fuck it Mine if if that's your mindset fucking try it you know like this person plays the best damn sports all the time they seem so happy maybe if I try a sport I'll be happy too we'll fucking go try it then
1: you wanna know if you don't do it
0: and that's the, I spend a lot of my time trying to do things that, one, make me uncomfortable, that are out of my... Because what did I say? I wasn't going to play kickball because I play real sports.
1: And then sure enough.
0: I didn't play kickball, but I, I did agree to sub even if I wasn't needed. And I tried that.
1: So would you say to everyone who's listening, try something that makes you uncomfortable?
0: I mean, yeah, I do
1: Unless it's anal sex.
0: Yeah, you should try that too. I'm trying. playing <laughs> Just <laughs> on it in a little bit. <laughs> no, and that I that was another conversation I had with somebody was that they were like, i I'm no, I try butt stuff, I don't like it. I don't want it. And that's fine. Yeah. That person really knows that they don't like butt stuff. That's cool.
1: Same. Same that person. That's me.
0: That's Josh. Josh <laughs> so is no, like
1: don't get near my butt.
0: <laughs> stay with my butt.
1: <laughs> and nipples. Um fuck.
0: I feel like we've covered all of this stuff before, but I feel like it doesn't hurt to like harp on it. Oh, anymore. yeah,
1: no. Not at all.
2: Not at all.
0: Especially with winter coming people are slowly starting to hibernate and get depressed and the weather is changing people are getting sick and I guess people are gonna start getting real paranoid about sickness again yeah. and it's cuffing season
1: oh God I heard that and I rolled my eyes so hard last like one of one of my friends said that one of our friends mm-hmm. she said that she's like it's cuffing season I rolled my eyes so hard why I hate that term it's cuffing season do you even know what that means yes it means you have to like cuff up to somebody to like cuddle through the winter and watch movies and then after the snow melts and we go back out and trollop around in the fucking sand in the beach without that person i don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that what it means why are you so negative about it though i
1: because i think that
0: who said you had to cuff with one person
1: you can cuff with multiple people
0: i'm just saying like mm. cuffing season is literally just single people Trying to find other single people to spend more, quote unquote, quality time. So what
1: you're saying is entanglements.
0: Probably going to hunker down with some entanglements. Like That's in my opinion or in my knowledge of what cuffing season is. Because I had somebody yell at me like, "Uh, cuffing season is over. and I was like, I don't know what actual dates it is, but I feel like it only starts when it starts getting cold and it's just now starting to get cold. So I thought it just started. Now, if I'm behind and I should have had this accomplished already, then my bad.
1: I feel like when you talk, when you say cuffing season, though, it's like the annotation is it's temporary, right? Is that what? It
0: could be. I mean, it's, so it's, then, technically, it's about single people. It's not about people um, who are already in relationships. Yeah. Now, that's not to go on to say that. Isn't you it cuffing have to season year
1: round then? Technically? If you I wanna... think
0: cuffing is just about the cold weather.
1: Oh, so the sea cuffing cold.
0: Oh, I don't know about I don't, that. I don't know. I, that's just. Cuffing season implies the cold weather is coming. Got it. Single people are about to stop being so out and about and available because they're going to be cuffing with somebody else. Gotcha. That's just what I interpreted it.
1: Merriam-Webster actually has a definition on this, like merriam-webster.com. Cuffing season refers to a period of time where single people begin looking for short-term partnerships to pass the colder months of the year. Cuffing season usually begins in October and lasts until just after Valentine's Day.
0: Wait, uh, when?
1: Usually begins in October and lasts until just after Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. And there's like a timeline. There's like a picture. Cuffing season, a timeline. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So in January, you make a New Year's resolution to, quote unquote, put yourself out there. What? And like, so it's like, it's,
0: shouldn't you already be cuffed by then? So
1: the bottom is month and it starts at January goes to December. The up and down part is the desire to be cuffed. So, in uh, January, okay, so if you
0: haven't been cuffed by new years, you're pushing for like, okay, I'm yeah. going to put myself out there.
1: In January, it's high up there. Like it is, you are a highly desired to be cuffed and then there's like an immediate drop off and you got, it's going down Valentine's day. The weather gets above 50 degrees, still going down. Uh rooftop season begins and it hits bottom at July. What and does
0: rooftop season mean? Where you can go up on the roof and yeah, fuck around? Yeah.
1: And then in July it's at zero as far as the desire to be cuffed, and it says hashtag hot girl summer. <laughs> and then at the end of Save that. I am we're gonna put it on the on Instagram. Um and then at August it starts to go up. And then in September, the PSL returns to Starbucks and then it keeps going up. We're in, we're in, uh, late September. Someone posts on IG about their apple picking excursion. And then we are after this peak, we are at peak cuffing desire first day of fall. And then in November, aunt Carol asks for updates about your love life. Yeah. Should I be
0: cuffing already or not quite? Or am I
1: according to the graph?
0: Where am I in cuffing season?
1: Well, it did say the definition was like a singular, like one person. Oh, a single cuff. A single cuff.
0: I thought it was just.
1: Well, let me go back. Well, it's
0: kind of hard to be cuffed with multiple people, but you could probably juggle two. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe three.
1: So Let me reread it. Uh, Cuffing season refers to a period of time where single people begin looking for short-term partnerships.
0: Yeah, wasn't that still an entanglement?
1: Yeah, but the key is more than one. If it just said partnerships. So it's more than one. Um, partnerships to pass. Oh, so
0: you could cuff with one person for a little while, switch, and then cuff to another.
1: Yeah, or yeah, or I don't have even what, know if
0: I'm using this term right. I,
1: you know, it doesn't we're, matter. We're gonna go with it. Um, to pass the colder months of the year. So yeah, you can have more than one cuffing partner. Yeah. Where do you go? Interesting. So now, ooh, so now you can change it from entanglements in the summer, and the fall, and now you you're cuffed.
0: I don't know. I still like entanglement.
1: Yeah, there. yeah. It just there's some about that word.
0: You just don't like it cuz Jada used it for an affair. <laughs> you said
1: that. I don't care.
0: Oh. Well, that's what it seems like. What's what's with the word? Why don't you like entanglement? Um I feel like an entanglement is more of a reference to friends with benefits than it is just fucking somebody.
1: Yeah. I'm going to be honest. When I hear the word entanglement, I think about Christmas time rolling around and I have to untangle the fucking christmas lights and it's, it stresses oh my God. me out <laughs> what? it stresses me out like sometimes the lights are burnt out it's just this big ball of hey, fucking listen. chaos
0: it, an entanglement could be a big fucking ball of chaos if you're not careful
1: that's what i'm saying that's what i think of
0: yeah but if, if you know how to navigate true i'm not out in fucking open ocean without a fucking compass here
1: yeah that's true okay okay i can right.
0: navigate these waters you can i'm a fucking pirate
1: after the boot, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a patriotic pirate. goddammit. it!
1: Fuck yeah! What oh, other God. what other seasons are there as far as relationship goes, dude? I don't
0: know. I literally haven't seen a relationship. I mean, not have seen one. As in, like, I know people have been in them. Mm-hmm. I have not myself been in a relationship in over six years.
1: Relationship seasons,
0: and lot. before that, it was quite a few years also single like i've spent a long time being single
1: how has it affected you like you, you this is not the first time you've said that and when you say it you say it with such like when you say that i've, I've been single a long time you say it with like a i don't resolve.
0: think people understand what i'm saying when i say i've been single what are you saying because everyone always assumes like oh well you know like you dated this person but you weren't in a relationship no no i did not date anyone Like, there was no monogamous dating singleness, like, or togetherness. It, strictly single. I'd been single. As single as single gets. Okay. That doesn't mean, I went 364 days without doing it. Do you remember that?
1: I do. I remember you made it a mission. You're like, I'm not going a fucking year without sex.
0: That was, yeah, a little bit of my soul died. And I swore that wasn't going to happen again. But then it it did, um, like I was pushing eight, nine months, was it?
1: Yeah, but it wasn't 364.
0: No, but eight or nine months is still long enough as it is. Yeah. So, and when I was doing that, I was just spending time. That was without sex, without dating, without sexing people, without.
1: Without like human interaction?
0: Yeah, without pretty much being touched. How? I think it, I think everyone should spend a very large amount of time without that like without sleeping with somebody without fucking people without without cuddling. thinking about because the entire time i was doing that i wasn't like oh i wish i had somebody oh i want to be on the lookout it was very it well the first time it wasn't intentional yeah that just happened i just forgot about doing it and stuff
1: how long <laughs> oh seriously how long did it take for you to forget about wanting to be touched or uh, wanting quite, like to do uh,
0: quite a few months it was like two or three months
1: did you do you remember like when that happened? was it like an epiphany, or were you just like, huh? it was, was kind
0: of it... like, huh, well, no, it wasn't it was an epiphany, but it happened when somebody at work put their hand on my shoulder, and I was like, Oh my God, what is this? And I was at that point, I think it had been like six months, yeah, and I was like, Oh man' When was the last time I got laid? I was like, this is weird. Like having somebody just like touch you. Touch you? And yeah. you haven't really been touched. And it wasn't a sexual. It's like they put their hand on my shoulder and it was all sexual. Yeah. It was a foreign person touching me. And I was like, uh. And that, and that's when I realized that I had issues with like being touched and that I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't like that before. So me taking all that time away from realistically human interaction and it i would call it a a slight negative why because i used to hug people all the time and stuff before all that
1: did you yeah that's this is so weird to me it's like this is alien to me because you never
0: i was very touchy-feely with people wow and then i i had all this time where i didn't sleep with people i didn't think about sleeping with people i was very hyper focused on trying to get my life back together after a relationship that I went 364 fucking days without really thinking about what I was, that I was lacking in that department. Yeah. I don't remember what, like it was like, maybe it was like somewhere around like seven months in or eight months in, because I was closing towards the end of it. Because at the end of it, that was when I was just like, I'm realizing that there are some negatives to this. This is maybe too long being Mm -hmm. alone. Uh, I should fix that. And then I was like, I don't like anybody. I just don't like people. I don't like. I don't. I don't like anyone. I don't find anyone attractive. I don't want anything like to do with anybody. It was really weird. I'm not gonna lie.
1: How did you rebound from that? How'd you Tinder? come back? <laughs> so you just got on Tinder and you're like, okay. okay.
0: Yeah, you remember? Uh...
1: I remember. I typed in the seasons of relationships, and I got something pretty interesting called Let's hear it. The four seasons of every relationship, and it pretty much states, uh, this is on. The Huffington Post referenced this, if you're interested, um, and pretty much what it says is all relationships go through a number of shifts and changes, and just like the weather, have their own unique seasons and phases that stretch us, stretch us and grow us uniquely in their own way, right? So it starts off with spring. Spring is the first season of any relationship and is often the happiest and most harmonious. This romantic time frame signals the birth of a new relationship.
0: I feel like a lot of that also falls in with the natural mood cycles of people in relations to the physical seasons. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Pretty much it goes on to say like, this is the time where we learn the most about our partners. Blah, 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 blah. Cuffing season is? No, no. Like it's what this, what this is doing is it's taking an entire relationship and it's Cl- putting it into the terms of four seasons. You start off okay. in spring all happy. Yeah, yeah. I want to get to the one where like you kill each other. Um, Winter. <laughs> and then it goes on to summer. Often referred to as the quote unquote honeymoon period. During this phase of our partnerships, our other halves can generally do no wrong. Much as we look past the red flags. I think it and-
0: depends on where you live. What do you mean? Like during summer, if it's way too fucking hot, like if you're in, if you're in yeah. Florida...
1: Or if you're in Arizona, like in Phoenix in the desert.
0: If you're somewhere where the weather is not great for the summer.
1: Yeah. It's different. We excuse little things that annoy us and sweep major conflicts or upsets under the rug in an attempt to keep the peace and the intimacy flowing. Okay. I'm not a peacekeeper,
0: but I'm not a complete fighter. I think I'd like to think that I try to pick and choose my battles accordingly,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but you're the only one that I have to argue with quite regularly.
1: Me? Mm. I hate it. I think it's winter. We're fine with what winter is, but I think we're always in the fighting phase. We're past all this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> autumn. We're, fall. Fall. Autumn. Get out of here, you fucking pretentious fuck. Here in the physical world, autumn, I'm, I'm not... Okay, when I say fall, just know, listeners, that it says autumn, but I'm not pretentious. Here in the physical world, fall signals a time of death.
0: Oh my God! In the relationship, yeah,
1: this is literally what it's saying—the time of death, but also of rebirth. The same goes for our relationships when they enter this phase. Old
0: naggy fuck, and you get a new one. Yep. (laughs) Go
1: back to spring. (laughs) Okay, and the cracks begin to show when our relationships shift into this later stage. We see our partner's flaws and faults for what they are and we begin to find ourselves dealing with more complex emotions than we might otherwise have battled at the start of our relationship. Oh, It even says right here, this is the point at which the nagging often starts or the bickering and fighting that leads to judgment arguments, withholding and cold shoulders. It's the first warning horn of the winter to come.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) And this is why I constantly preach to people who want to be in relationships with somebody Mm -hmm. that they're not in or people who are in relationships with somebody and they genuinely think that they can't stand them. And it makes you wonder why they're in a relationship in the first place. When you go to be with somebody, like date them or marry them, whatever the case is, that's why I'm constantly saying, Take them as they are, not the ideal version of them that you have created in your head based off of what you see as potential.
1: Yeah, but it's one thing to say that, another thing to practice it. Right?
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why I say it all the time, and I also practice it all the time, which is why I'm still single. (laughs) Which is the whole purpose of kind like the dating in the beginning is to really genuinely get to know that person to see if a relationship works. To me, that's the the idea of dating somebody is to find out. And make the commitment to, can we work? Because if you can work, that's when you fucking get married, right? That's when you make a genuine commitment.
1: True. When you know that it's going to work. When you know it, that's when, yeah. In theory. In theory. Winter, they define winter. Though we may try to forever raise our partners up on a pedestal of perfection, that's an impossible standard to achieve. Entering the winter of our relationships, we start to let go of this need to see them only in the best light. We often explode, and for the first time, we truly reveal the depth of our feelings, emotions, and authentic reactions with our partners. For partners who are prepared for this period, it can be a time of transformative growth and bonding. For those who aren't, it can be a time of lashing out, mudslinging, belittling, and worse.
0: Mudslinging.
1: Mudslinging. So winter is where the rubber meets the road, so to speak. (laughs)
0: It's when everyone's getting divorced. Yeah.
1: Do you think I think you probably shouldn't get married until after you've gone through the winter phase.
0: I think that's a probably so to a speak. Good, good
1: uh You know what I mean? Like if you're talking about marriage when you're still in this the spring and the summer.
0: You should do a full year se- Yeah. Do a full round. season. Full yeah. season. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that I like to apply as far as relationship ideals go Mm -hmm. i don't want to be in a relationship and another reason i don't go back to exes especially if they're the ones that left me yeah or whatever the case is the behavior that has already happened is the behavior you should expect always Mm -hmm. and in the future now if it was like a one-time mistake oh he left his fucking underwear on the floor and didn't put it in the hamper you told him about it and he didn't do that again. That's different. That's not what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? I'm talking about reoccurring characteristic behaviors.
1: Uh, you're talking about personality characteristics. Okay.
0: So if you have conflict, you and I have conflict and your immediate reaction is to get overly defensive or whatever, that's the, that in itself is how this person is going to handle the majority of situations from here on out. You're saying so
1: I I, I agree with what you're saying. I think what you're trying to say is the most important probably this is probably a a whatever. The most important thing you're saying is that you need to recognize how a potential partner handles conflict.
0: So when yes, when your friends are like the person they're with did this one thing and then they did this other thing Mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, well, this just seems like repetitive behavior. But you're still going to continue to give them chances. Yeah relationship friendship whatever if you're going to continue to give them chances you lose your right to be frustrated with the fact that this is the behavior they have established with you and that you accepted and now they're continuing and now you're frustrated with it you need to be the one to either correct the behavior originally let them know that it's not acceptable and do not accept it again because if you get back together or whatever the case is however you want to describe Not putting an end to this situation Mm. or this continuous behavior. And that's the relationship you establish with these people right off the bat.
1: You let them know that they can. And that's why I'm
0: so quick to fucking cut people. Yeah. Because the behavior that they have displayed is the behavior that I'm going to assume you're going to continue to display throughout the rest of our friendship, relationship, what have you, marriage, whatever. Yeah. And if I'm not willing to put up with it now, I'm damn sure not willing to put up with it again in the future. But like, I, I don't understand. It's insanity doing the same thing and expecting different results.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Right. OK. 100 percent.
0: I know you're not. I'm just. <laughs> no, I agree with you. You know how I get with this.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I know. Yeah. Well, I think you get like that because a lot of your friends go to you with relationship problems or they want to vent.
0: Or I just watch it happen. Yeah. yeah. And I, when I ask the questions, because it's my job as your friend, in my opinion, is to ask the questions. And the, Aubrey actually taught me this, Dr. Aubrey. Her job as a counselor is not to tell people what's wrong with themselves or to tell them how to deal with their problems or to tell them to realize this about themselves, yeah. to lead them yeah. to realize it for themselves. Cause I could tell you, you do this, that, and the other all day long. That's not going to,
1: Probably not going to do anything for me.
0: People are more likely to change when they stop, they look inward, and they make the realization themselves. Yeah. And that's why I feel like counseling really does more wonders than more people want to give it credit for, or people don't want to do it, but like you don't, because you're forced to look inward. Yeah. You're forced to sit down with somebody who's going to ask you the hard questions and make you genuinely think about it. And you know what? If you lie, like if I ask you questions about this problem or that problem or this relationship or that relationship or what have you and you lie to me about it, I don't give a fuck. I'm not the one dealing with this shit. You're lying to yourself. And if you want to lie to yourself, fucking do it all day long. I don't, I really don't care. But there's gonna be a point in time where if you continue to lie to yourself to me, then I'm not gonna waste my time listening anymore. So you have to sit there and really just ask yourself, like, is this, is this what I want? Not is this person the person I want.
1: Is this what I want?
0: Is this the behavior that I'm willing to accept? Yeah. And if the answer to that question is no, then don't fucking accept it.
1: You need to cut it. Snip, snip. Snip, snip. Just like we need to cut out of this episode.
0: Okay, bye.
1: Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Venmo, at Dead Inside But Caffeinated. You can also email us at deadinsidecaffeinatedpodcast
2: at gmail.com.